0: What for? You're suffering from a Vulcan mind meld, Doctor. That green-blooded son of a bitch. It's his revenge for all those arguments he lost. The word, sir? The word is yes, no. I am therefore going anyway. You can count on our help, sir. Thank you, Mister Sulu. I'll need it. Shall I alert Doctor McCoy? Please. He has a long journey ahead of him.
1: Genesis allowed is not his planet forbidden. You're going to this planet as our emissaries negotiate for a peace with the Federation we will act for the preservation of our race Kirk I thank you what you have done is what I have
0: done I had to do and at what cost your ship your son
1: I haven't tried the cost would have been my soul My father says that you have been my friend. You came back for me. You would have done the same for me? Why would you do this?
0: Because the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many.
1: I have been and never shall be friend
0: yeah
1: yes, yes Bob. welcome back barrel age flicks small batch part two of our star trek trilogy series uh where we just finished covering space seed and rathacon the previous one we are now picking back up and going to be covering
0: uh, search for spock now these Three movies, like I said, we, we just did Wrath of Khan, but these three movies I love. And Search for Spock is a really, it's it's entertaining. And I'm going to say this. I, I already said it in Wrath that Leonard Nimoy wanted to die in Wrath Well, they wanted him back. They wanted Leonard Nimoy back. They wanted Spock back inside, he which was, they had to have. him. Yeah, because Spock is he's he's like one of the main. He, he's almost bigger than Kirk and tell you the, to tell you the truth. I love Kirk. Kirk is my favorite Captain all. I know yours is Jean-Luc. Of course, John Luke Picard. But I I'm I'm always going to be a Kirk fan. But that's Spock, you don't have any taste. But it's okay. You, you, you can't go you can't go anywhere with you can't go anywhere with Kirk w- without Spock. Correct.
1: It, it, so. Because even Leonard, in generations, exactly,
0: Kirk just felt yeah, kind of, kind of shoehorned in there. <laughs>
1: to lie,
0: yeah. So Leonard Nimoy basically said, "You know what? If you want me back, let me direct it." Mm-hmm.
1: And they were with it, so they were like, "All right, we'll let you direct it." Which he's directed multiple things
0: since then. Two Men and a Baby, which. I can't believe he directed that. Hey, that was a good fucking movie. And he did some other drama. I remember it was in the Spock documentary, documentary, but I don't remember what it was, but he did another drama and it wasn't a big hit. But yeah, he did Two Men and a Baby and I, I think he's done a couple other ones, but he did Search for Spock and he also did Voyage Home. So Search for Spock, it's a great movie. It's basically a complete, complete continuation. Hold, on, hold on. Was it
1: Two Men and a Baby or Three Men and a Baby?
0: Oh, it was Three Men and a Baby. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, I fucked up. You, I think that's another punishment shot. Young oh, man. motherfucking already on you the fucking multiple punishment. times. Oh, my multiple God. fucking times.
0: Wow. All right. Three men and a baby. All yeah, right. I got to get a fucking.
1: Yep, now you got yourself a black barrel Jameson shot. Go ahead and take it, baby. Oh, good shit. Good. So back to search for Spock. What do you think about Search for Spock? Uh, I think I actually enjoy this more than any other odd number Star Trek movie. Yeah,
0: no, that's something we have to point out. There is a big, um, what what is it called? A uh, a legend, not not legend, but like a... um, Thing on lo- it's it, Everybody knows that... It's a
1: rule of thumb that yeah. the even number of Star Treks are the good ones, the odd ones, are the bad ones. And, and
0: normally, they are. They, they're, they're really bad. Well, you, you know what? I still like the motion picture, but a lot of people do not like it. Motion picture. Search for Spock. Final Frontier, which is crap, and it's directed by William Shatner. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Generations, which is very flawed. Insurrection, which is basically just like a giant episode, and then you...
1: What, what else is, it kind of fucking trails off after that yeah it, the, the, the the last handful of movies just were not nearly as uh interesting as the earlier ones they were just kind of running out of ideas and then they started the new timeline and the first step, the first one of the new timeline i enjoyed i thought it was a creative way to honor everything that came before it yeah but delve into new stories with the original crew right um so i i am a huge fan of creative uh ideas um yeah and i felt that that was a creative idea um then that even that started getting kind of eh. right because then they decided they wanted to tell the same stories that they've already told instead of Delving into new stories with the same crew.
0: But the thing is, Search for Spock to me, it doesn't fit in that genre. I think Search for Spock is actually a very enjoyable movie. And in my opinion, it's got a lot more character development. You see a lot more of the side crew characters have their scenes in that movie, which they didn't have in the other movies because it was always Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. This one actually made a great thing about Sulu, made a great thing about Scotty. It's got one of the best scenes. In, Star Trek, in, in the Star Trek history, the stealing of the Enterprise, which is a yes. great scene, which we'll jump into in a few minutes. A nice little heist part of the film. I love that scene. I, I love the music. I love it all. I just love how they're all just, they're basically going against the Federation because they want to save. Um, they they want to get Spock. So basically and that fucking
1: one captain who uh, thinks so oh, these motherfuckers can't do shit. Oh, the accusation that's <laughs> he is so goddamn pompous. Yes, I love like, like, that scene. Fuck you. I love
0: that scene, but um the ship from Ratha Khan after, you know, Genesis was doing its thing, the Enterprise went back all over, sorts of fucked up. Oh yeah, that thing is it, it you could see all the damage and all the battle wear on it. And uh oh one fact is that Savick and uh, Savick is also replaced. She's no longer Christie Alley, which they replaced her with Robin Curtis, who looked a lot like a lot, a lot like her. I felt they were what? 100% no.
1: I felt no. like they were purposely trying to no, recast somebody hated looking, it. looking like the I the same hated way they
0: recast. It. She looked like she had a mullet, yeah. but I felt like they were trying to go with oh, the same look. Nice, uh, yeah. No, no. Chrissy Alley, I thought, made a great Savick. Absolutely. No, I'm not disagreeing,
1: but it's the same way when they uh, replaced uh, Marty's dad in Back to the Future, and they tried to make him look like the original actor, and huh? it didn't
0: you, fucking work. Yeah, you got a point. You got a point. So, David, Kirk's son... By the way, I didn't bring up in Wrath of David and Kirk kind of basically, you know, they... How would you say Once again, it? a waste Waste of a character. I know, but I mean, they, they had issues with each other. Well, actually David had issues with him, but at the end of um Wrathicon, they kind of made their apo- he made his apologies and wasn't there for him and you know, they're a good father and son. But to get back to what I was saying, Savik and David go back on a science vessel to go I I completely forgot the name of the vessel to go study the Genesis planet, the one that the wave hit, to go study it and see what's going on with it and everything else. So they find out when they're on that science vessel, they're checking up all the life and, you know, all the temperature and how there's different, uh, uh there's a summer in one area and then it's winter completely. E- it's just, it's Yeah, they're
1: the, saying it's how small the planet is that you can literally watch, walk through all of Earth's biomes in just a few hours.
0: Yeah, basically. But when they find out that there's supposed to be, supposed to be no life on the planet, they have a life signature going down. They, they're, they're scanning and there's a life signature and they don't know what it is. So david and Savit go down to the planet to find out what it is and when they go down there this is after they've figured out that the
1: uh the the, basically the coffin of spock was on the surface they located it it's soft it's soft landed on the planet the, the gravitational field was still in flux as the planet was forming right so instead of just crashing and burning um which we talked about earlier how up <laughs> it's just to have coffins Was fucking crashing like meteors um but this one the gravity was still in flux so it soft landed and didn't destroy nothing
0: yeah so basically they went down there they checked out the uh coffin and uh you know they opened it up d- 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 expecting to see spock's like the corpse body and there was nothing there except his burial robe. Yep. which got him thinking uh what
1: but the then they also had, had, those had those little life forms.
0: Oh, those little microbes like, that
1: grew to fucking big ass size. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that were
0: yeah, the little microbes that were on the uh the coffins. That was a little funny scene. Little little and they got accelerated bugs. uh and evolved
1: basically because of the genesis. Right. Um and so they're now the size what is normally microscopic is now the size of your fist.
0: And then all of a sudden they feel earthquakes and everything and all of a sudden the planet's like unstable. And then they hear a scream or a yell, like of a like a child or something like that. So they go to inspect that, and then back over to the Enterprise, pulling into the space dock at at Earth. Basically, basically, they walk in. They you know tell their what, what was that commanding officer, basically the uh, admiral, I guess, mm-hmm. telling them that y'all did a great job. Y'all go take on leave, um, and uh, Kirk says, oh, "What are we going to do? I'd like to go back out and." Uh, he basically says, No. Ship is the enterprise is old. It's time to it's time, time for it to retire. retire, basically. And Kirk's just like he's not with that. He's not happy with that. He won't yep. be, He wants to be on his ship. So it's like almost taking an early retirement. All of them, except Scotty. Scotty has been basically sentenced over to the Excelsior and Scotty hates it. Yep. I I, I love that money that that line. He says, Up your shaft. When uh We'll get, we'll get to that. Scotty's just an amazing fucking engineer. And Scotty so. would rather be on the Enterprise. He doesn't want to be in another ship. He, yeah. he feels home to the Enterprise. Exactly. So, basically back on the uh, planet, um, while they're space, getting into space dock, McCoy is acting strange. And they find that uh, somebody's in Spock's quarters, which has been blocked off. And uh, they go to check it, and Kirk goes over to it and sees McCoy in there. And McCoy's acting all, you know, weird and mysterious inside the dark and talking like spock
1: but you don't know it's mccoy at first yeah it sounds it sounds like spock Spock and you see the shadowy figure and kirk's like what the fuck and then he goes closer and realizes it's fucking mccoy yeah basically
0: speaking in fucking voices yeah it's 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 a pretty cool scene but kirk doesn't know what's going on mccoy's just like you know out of his mind basically but uh they just they just go along with it and take him back. It, it, he just must be stressed out or something. Like that. Kirk doesn't know what's going on, and then, Sa- um, Savic. I was about to say Savic, Sarek mm-hmm. which is Spock's dad. Yep, comes on to uh, Kirk and says, basically, Spock's Katra is spirit. Basically, Savic comes over to Kirk and says that you know you were his friend. You should you should have his his. Uh, his katra his spirit inside of it he should have given it to you and he he blames kirk thinking that you know he didn't care about him so he does a mind meld with kirk to see if spock's you know spirit is inside kirk and he doesn't see it all he all he sees is is you know he that's
1: because when spock and kirk last saw each other are separated by that protective uh barrier that's right Kirk and, even brings that up spock couldn't Actually, physically
0: touch, and then uh, Savickas he says that there, then his mind has gone forever. He, yes. it, it's gone, and, and then, then Kirk, Kirk says the, that there. I guess the Vulcans, which I never really saw
1: addressed in any other thing, any other series or movies, that the Vulcans can basically cheat death. Yeah.
0: And uh, basically. Well, they they kind of say it's like almost, I remember Savick saying like something laid to rest, basically. It's like putting your mind to rest or something. I I don't know. It was
1: was, was kind of weird, the whole idea of it, but then finding out that they never revisit that in in any future series or any any other movies that Vulcans have this kind of weird ability to completely separate body and mind and then reintegrate after death right
0: in a weird way yeah it, it, it was really crazy i mean really interesting how they did that but you know what what if he found a way he had to have found a way and he goes over to the, which would, i find it funny because they use the ship's like video logs yes and they're the scenes from wrath of Khan, yes but it you know it's the future that's the way things are so you got to imagine there's a camera buzzing around all the places inside that area and he sees the footage of Spock putting, like we talked about in the Wrath of Khan episode, um, putting his hand and saying, remember. So he put all of his shit, all of his marbles, basically in McCoy's brain. And then Kirk's like, that explains why McCoy is the way he is right now. I kind of wish he did it to Scotty, because I would have really loved to see Scotty playing. A fuckin- oh, my God. With <laughs> the a amazing. Scottish accent. <laughs> it would
1: have been amazing.
0: <laughs> I could see that now. Oh, my God. But... Um, so, Kirk basically wants to... Savick says that you need to take care of this. You need to get it back. You need to get uh, get his back to his body. Because I, I think that's what they mean. His, it needs to be with his body or something like that. I, that's I, Which it's, is a weird thing a they're, so they're, they're not right. logical. It isn't a logical thing
1: to think that the spirit, quote-unquote, um, needs to be with the body. Right. When... I would think the Vulcans, yes, they are spiritual people, but it's more based on the logic that that evolved yeah. uh, over times and remembering their past. But to be so set against, no, his, it needs to be said. There, it wasn't a very logical thing, uh, which I could see Spock maybe feeling like that with his half human, mm-hmm. but Sarac, uh, not so much to me. He always, except for in later later seasons when he started losing his shit. Um and on next gen and he had to kind of mind meld with Jean luc um and basically share the the dementia with Jean Luc just so he can keep, continue to to function yeah. Yeah. as a diplomat, um which thereby led to a permanent uh connection between Serac and Jean Luc. Yes, um but that was the only time you really saw an emotional choice from Serac, um because he was the top of the game he was the most logical he had all his shit locked down yeah um and was respected so much because he was such a logical person right that's that that spiritual need of him for his son it didn't ring it didn't ring right with me for some reason
0: yeah no i completely agree with that so kirk is dedicated to spock and he's going to do whatever he can so he asks his commanding officers hey i need to take the ship i need to go back to vulcan i need to go back to genesis and the commander's obviously say, fuck no you're not doing that it, it, it's forget about this all this vulcan you know mysticism and everything else And I mean
1: genesis has been basically uh completely x'd out uh, the, the planet um it's for a bit it's yeah, a forbidden it, planet. yeah nobody's allowed to fucking no. go there nobody from the federation nobody from anybody yeah um and so it isn't like they 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 just wanted uh uh, that ship Uh, no they were saying you can't take any fucking ship you cannot fucking go there
0: right and uh kirk is like all right that's uh, i I understand but then right when he walks out and he talks to his crew members uh scotty and uh sulu uh, no it was was the checkoff of sulu but that he was all or it was all three of them and basically tell him i'm doing it no matter what i'm gonna grab i'm basically gonna steal the enterprise and you guys don't, and they the the crew. This is what I love about the crew that they are dedicated to their captain, and they're going and to it's not
1: just to the captain. It's also to Spock.
0: Yes, because they all it's, it was family. It's you. You got the you said the word right out of my mouth, and it basically they were willing to do whatever they need to help him to get Spock to to do what needs to be done, which comes up to one of the best scenes in in Star Trek: Search for Spock, in my opinion, the stealing of the Enterprise. Yes. I, I love this scene so much. I I it, you see Uhura basically
1: show her. What, oh my god, she got herself transferred to some
0: transportation.
1: Yeah, some backwoods fucking posting. Uh, where even the person there is like, why the fuck did you choose here? You're goddamn from the Enterprise, and, and he's like, yeah, I, I want to pick adventure. up anywhere. What the
0: fuck are you doing here? And she's like, I don't know. I fucking want And he's like, I want adventure. I want to get out there. I want to have a challenge and. She shows it, um, and then also they McCoy. Oh, I didn't bring up McCoy is in a bar and uh, trying to get over to Genesis because he's got Spock's uh, you know mind inside of him and talking to this goofy looking alien that. You know, it says, you're, your planet, Welcome. You know, t- yeah. yeah.
1: Basically McCoy's trying to set up a, a sh- transport to Genesis. Somebody that would take them to a but, forbidden planet.
0: And that the, he basically gets a little loud and the security officer takes him and he even tries to do the Vulcan mind pinch yes. on the, uh, on the, and he's like that, that didn't work. He's not Vulcan. And this entire time
1: McCoy is also showing, uh, signs of, uh, Spock's mind, um, taking control like when she comes over asking him i forget the exact wording of the waitress ask him um and he's like that's not logical uh something about
0: it something about a drink or something like that yeah it's
1: a it's it's some little throwaway line that it's basically just showing that spock
0: is inside of his head basically
1: there's like an internal battle raging between who's who's steering the ship in that case
0: and basically what happens is that uh the security officer kind of arrests McCoy. I guess puts him in like a brig or something like that. And uh, Kirk and them going to bust him out. Sulu, oh god, I, I, I love Sulu. Wow, I'm bad. <laughs> I'm doing horrible. Yeah. I, I mean, I could be wrong. No, have, no, no. You, you might. you right. i never fucking heard him right. say George
1: Tacky. George. Ta- that sounds like a real hillbilly type fucking way. That, that's to to say say really name.
0: I, I'm embarrassed <laughs> now by saying you George know that tacky. boy
1: George Tacky. Hey, George Tacky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, anyways, back to uh, what we're saying is they try they bust out McCoy. Um, McCoy says one of the, my, the one of the best lines ever, where uh, Kirk tells, "You're suffering from a Vulcan mind meld, Doctor." And McCoy goes, "That green blooded son of a bitch! It's his revenge for all those arguments he's yes. lost." Yes. I fucking busted out laughing here in that line. It was it was great. And they bust him out of the fucking uh, brig, and uh, they get him out of there. Sulu helps them. And then they get on the Enterprise, and James Doohan, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Scott, Scotty. Scotty. Uh, the actor is James Doohan, takes out some computer chips because he's over here on the USS Excelsior, basically sabotages it. Yes. Which is fucking, I love he it. Sabotage
1: is basically their. Uh their trans warp drive, which yeah. he later goes on to say, once that's revealed that it's been sabotaged, that the more complicated you make the plumbing, the easier it is to, to plug up. Yeah. And he's like, I just took care of these, these, care of these microchips. Here you go, doctor. <laughs> and just be Fucking done it. with it. And which was something that kind of threw me a little bit just from watching a future series um, trans warp, which is something that they brought up a lot in Voyager. That the Borg used transwarp tunnels and then and it's like that, and that, which eventually is what got Voyager home. Um, but they, I remember in Voyager, they talked about how they never get transwarp to work properly, right? Uh, but it seemed like that the transwarp drive on that one should have worked and everything like that. And then, right, um, it because it, it didn't work because of the sabotage. So I'm wondering what happened between that till Voyager time, where they thought transwarp was not something they, they could do um because it seemed like they had the tech or i don't know if just future writers have said fuck that we ain't fucking acknowledging that
0: I, when's, well, i'm trying to remember when's the last time they had an episode about transwarp warp?
1: Uh, like i said voyager they re- referred to transwarp a lot the transwarp uh, the transwarp uh yeah because tunnel. this is like way in the past though That's yeah exactly
0: I mean. it was hundreds of years prior to voyager it was just something that just just like didn't put up. i don't know it seemed something weird to me yeah no i i agree with you on that so they steal the Enterprise. It's a great scene. They have to leave out of space, Doc. Ooh. Scotty with his, you know, his his miracles basically just opening the door so they can leave out of there. The red alert's going off, and then the USS Excelsior powers up and is about to chase him down, and uh, they, the uh, the captain of the Excelsior is getting all pompous that and everything and saying, prick. oh, we're, we're going to capture him. Don't, don't worry about
1: it. I will say, though, just to rewind a little bit, um, when the the enterprise is being stolen and you see that pompous jackass of a fucking captain just laying in his fucking bed and they're like red alert red alert (laughs) captain to the bridge how could there be a red alert in
0: space exactly like what the fuck are you talking about you fucking idiots
1: (laughs) 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 somebody's stealing the enterprise Uh, um i was was like this how pompous and how uh, how sure of himself he seemed yeah just i'm like yeah fuck you (laughs) right
0: one wonderful scene and then they finally basically get out of space dock Celsius behind them and then uh they go ahead and uh it's only Scotty McCoy Sulu Chekov and uh Kirk and um that's all of them isn't it? Kirk yeah. yeah all on the bridge so it's just them on the enterprise you know we're
1: completely glazing over the big bad completely glazing this over talking about uh what the little the B plot of the movie, you know Christopher Lloyd, everything like that. We haven't oh, well, mentioned him one fucking time yet, uh, and how that they are also at the same time trying to capture the Genesis, uh, infra- the Genesis technology. That's right. You I'm sorry. No, no. Hey, hey, you We're know, what? focusing on the a plot, but the B plot. With Christopher motherfucking Lloyd Okay, we do
0: have to bring that up, and I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody, but I will bring that up. Christopher Lloyd plays a Klingon in this, which is great, because you also see one of the best ships in the Star Trek history, which is the Klingon Bird of Prey. I fucking love that ship. But Christopher Lloyd does a great job, in my opinion, as a Klingon. His voice, what, you don't agree? I don't know if I've he's he no con, point. I'm. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. I, I,
1: I, I really like Christopher Lloyd as an actor, but it just doesn't seem
0: doesn't sound like a Klingon
1: threatening enough as a Klingon to me. Well, his just it's just something about him. I don't know what it is. I, I really dug him. I I really uh, you know did, but it just I ain't gonna say he made a great Klingon. Um, he was uh, a great character, but not necessarily a great Klingon. And well, at his, the same time, that this is all this stuff is going on. Uh officially the klingons are in peace talks yes. with the federation uh the klingon war is finally ending um all this brutality that's happened on both sides is finally come to a close christopher lloyd's character is like fuck that we can't trust them um they have this weapon of mass fucking destruction we are gonna fucking go take it referring to the genesis
0: yes and there's a little scene where this i guess it's like uh, this woman, this female Klingon, that steals basically like a a computer, like basically to show what the Genesis torpedo is because it's a classified Federation thing, and she stole it and she wants to give it to Krug. That's his name. It's like it begins with K R U G E. That's how you spell his name. That's Christopher Lloyd's character, and uh, she sends it over to him, and uh, he even says that uh, you saw this, and she says. Yes, my Lord, I have seen and, it. And she knew immediately that she, she wasn't was supposed to. Yeah. Well that's unfortunate. <sighs> you were going to die. But you he will die
1: but you will die in honor. But yeah, he didn't say that until after she transported back over to the uh the, the place where she got that you know, the person who stole the shit yeah. from them and he was like, Where's my fucking payment? Um, she's like, mm, it's coming here soon. You're going to get everything you deserve.
0: It's like she was asking to die. That's she,
1: her, the thing. I think they were trying to play on the Klingon honor. She knew that she wasn't supposed to see that it wasn't part of the plan. And so she was honor bound. Yeah. Cause she was like success by Lord and everything else Yeah, because nobody is supposed to know what's on this, right. this information. Yeah. Especially since he is going against Klingon's, uh, the high councils orders by doing this behind their fucking back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So basically, that, that that's a little side side thing that happens. So, Cruz is looking for the torpedo. He, 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 there's a um, a little uh, uh, little video where it shows Kirk talking about the Genesis pro, um, torpedo and telling what it is, and basically they're wondering, you know, it's a it's, it's a weapon of mass destruction, you know, we we can use that, and he doesn't.
1: I think he honestly believes that it could be a weapon of mass destruction that could be used against klingons i think he is trying to do what he thinks is right by the klingon empire yeah because they're he's he's not just trying to be a dick and trying to get us in his mind this is what is needed for the empire the federation can't have this technology because it could be used against them so they need to have this technology too
0: right so, and that, that's, that was basically probably, I guess that was like right in the beginning. Like, before, well, I think, it was interspersed between, I mean, yeah, the because scenes. they, um, trying to remember back to, uh, Chekhov, uh, not Chekhov, uh, Savick and David when they're on the planet looking at, uh, you know, looking for Spock cause they hear that voice. Yes. Remember going right back to that again, the vessel get the Klingons get over to the Genesis planet. And they destroy the science vessel that David and Savick came off of. Yes. So David and Savick are on the planet. And basically, they went down there to get them. You know, go down there and uh, to uh, take care of it. And Kirk is on his way over to the Genesis planet with his crew on With the stolen
1: beat to shit enterprise
0: yeah beat to shit that's got no power and everything else and half
1: fucking dis- you know di- you know disassembled because they were in the process of fucking you know fixing all the previous damage
0: right and basically the uh the klingon warbird has a cloaking device where they can basically disappear to the point where it, it you can't see it in space so right when kirk arrives they cloak to the point where they automatically attack the Enterprise, which Kirk automatically says, "This is a break." What does what he? What does he say? He says like a um, break of our treaty.
1: Yeah, of, the, the, you know we're, we are in peace. Basically, we're basically fucking peace talks right now. What the fuck are you doing?
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, it, just like the way he didn't rat the con, he shot him, and then the Enterprise shot back. But they they used all, I mean, the Enterprise used all their power, yep. and the Enterprise is actually a lot more powerful ship than the clown warbird, bird, the Klingon Warbird of Prey. Yes. But the Bird of Prey doesn't know that they're beat to shit like they are. They don't know that they, yep. they they know that they outgun us 10 to 1. But Krug is smart and he knows that something's up because when Kirk calls him on the viewfinder, lets him know, you know, what you did is wrong and everything else, he could see it in Kirk that there's something there's something not right. Mm-hmm. And he's not telling him everything, and he's also not understanding.
1: Just from how he, he his people are, why is he taking fucking mercy on me? He's got me fucking dead to rights here, right? Uh, so no, there has to be something else. And going he's got on.
0: and he's got some of his uh, his guys down. Uh, uh, Cruz has got some of his Klingons down yes. there at the planet who have captured David and Savic. By the way, and here's another thing I got to point uh, put up. Um, the this planet has been aging. It's aging fast yes. and it's deteriorating, which means the Genesis probe was a failure.
1: Yeah, they were using proto matter. Yes. Which was banned uh, you know, by the scientific community to be used just because it's not fucking stable. It could fuck shit up and, you know, it's not worth the, the, the risk. Yeah. And they, how unreliable it is.
0: And they find the Vulcan child. Uh, this was earlier. And then every single time the planet keeps like aging, it's like deteriorating. It's aging the child and making him older, and they already know who it is. They know it's Spock. Without
1: any of his memories or anything, this is like a a blank slate
0: of yeah, It's basically like a little, it's like, I guess, like right now, it, it, when they get to the point where he's a child and then he's a teenager, he's got nothing, He's he doesn't know anything, He he's completely blank. He's, he's almost like a baby, basically. But Vulcans reach this certain time of their life called Ponfar. <laughs> And that is actually, I don't remember the episode. I should have probably looked it, it up. It did go back to the original series. Yeah, there's an original series where Pomfar, were a Vulcan every 15 years. I thought it was seven. Was it every seven years? Where every seven years, basically a Vulcan has to have sex or he's going to die. Because if he doesn't, his blood is going to boil. Yes. Yeah, so I, I think that got that right, right?
1: So, something a lot, basically along the lines like they go fucking crazy, they get fucking all horned up, and they have to fucking release.
0: Kind of, a, um, kind of a nice thing though. They, <laughs> they, got, they have to have sex,
1: <laughs> but only once die. every fucking seven
0: years. That's all right. That no, that no, that's no, not worth it. Well, 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 okay, that, that's not worth <laughs> it. But yeah. So, anyways, Savic is there, and you know, Savic is like, oh, well, I'm gonna have to take care of business. So, mm-hmm. Savic and uh, teenager Spock have sex. It doesn't show it. It, it kind Riches of
1: which is that pedophilia because he's like four days old at this point
0: four days old in a teenager <laughs> body but, but he's yeah still four days old yeah <laughs> they they, they, and,
1: they and what's even more fucked up is Vulcans have a super long lifespan yeah so I don't know how old
0: fucking Savage is she could be fucking like 120 years old no, and you know what a four-year-old that's four-day-old <laughs> that, that is true that is true so they actually filmed a sex scene and they deleted it I that's think that's the right I, choice. That's that's what I, I read <laughs> about. I, I guess because it's it's Star it's Trek is weird. It, also, and Star Trek's kind of family family oriented yeah. show. It's not gonna. It's not meant for that. So they took that out. But they kind of they they show they show that the uh, what's the the word for it? Um, um, what's another word for? Uh, basically, they hinted at it. They yeah. hinted that they she took care of business. Mm-hmm. So his palm fart can go away and his. She went and gave him a handy. Yeah. I mean, that's all he needed. I needed. Exactly. <laughs> so basically. What the, what the, you know, the live long and prosper sign. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, back to the Klingons down there, captured them, and Cruz knows that uh, the people down there is telling Kirk, I have two of your people down there. I will let you talk to them. And I will, eat. David and Savick both talk under the mic, says it's me, it's David, and Savick says. 3 Wasn't the three people? It's three people, but Spock doesn't talk. Yeah. He, he's
1: he's but, nothing. But, but he keep. but they, uh. Cruz, Krug, 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 whatever He did say talking. three people. He did say three people. He doesn't know that that motherfucker Spock. He doesn't he didn't know any of that. Savvic kind of thought it, it. was. He, he sees three fucking people down there and just like, what the fuck's going on? We have three motherfuckers down here.
0: Yeah, and Savvic kind of tells him who it is. And it's, it's Spock, basically, younger Spock. And Kirk is just like, whoa, what the hell? Yeah. So basically, Cruz said Krug, he does something crazy. He says, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice or kill one of the people down here, which yeah,
1: he's basically calling Kirk's bluff.
0: Yes. So then they said, he basically just Kirk says, no, please don't. And then he's just kill one. I don't care which. And he goes down there. He calls one of the other Klingons on the mic. Like I said, there's no name. It's just one of his Klingon, uh, henchmen or whatever you call it. And, puts his knife out and is walking around all three of them and is about to stab Savic in the back and then David just lunges at the Klingon but knowing that Klingons have, you know, 10 times the strength and that Klingon takes that knife and stabs David and kills. Yep. And the funny thing that I guess, I wouldn't say funny but the weirdest thing is right when Savic when they put the uh the uh talk set thing over in front of Savic and Savic says David is dead. You know, Falcons have no feeling yep. the way she says it it's just like Damn, and then hallway. you see fucking
1: classic goddamn Shatner reacting to his son dying, you, which of course is emotional. But once you again, play i on
0: bastards, yeah. you killed my son. You're on on so
1: fucking overreacting. But then also, like I said, I, I it was supposed to you know pull at the heartstrings, everybody, but there was no real emotional investment in this motherfucker ever in the previous two in this movie or the one right before it. I, I, I could care less about this fucking dude. It could have been fucking any goddamn buddy. They purposely set it up to try to create false emotional uh, bonds just to know that they're going to pull the fucking rug out. From well, free.
0: you know, you, you got to, you know, see, the thing is, it kind of laid the time. It kind of laid it out for Kirk. How much he despises the Klingons after that, because that goes into the Undiscovered Country, the sixth movie. And I actually like that storyline because you killed my son. He, he does that whole thing in Undiscovered Country. I
1: understand that, but that's, they could have re- referenced to a lot of other things because uh, there was no emotional truth in David. There was no emotional truth in David's mom. Yeah. All right. It was just literally there just for the hell of it and, and implying the audience is supposed to care about these motherfuckers. I would have cared more if Savick fucking died than David fucking dying. You really do not like David. No, I don't. I thought you it was really do not bad like acting. I thought he wasn't fucking developed at all. It, it was fucking bullshit.
0: Well, he's not in all that much. He's dead, so we don't have to worry about him anymore. So. Here, here. But it, another thing is Kirk is you know, another tragedy in his life. He loses Spock, and now he loses David. But so Kirk makes the – this is a beautiful scene and also a tragic scene because you see something get destroyed that you don't want to see get destroyed. Kirk comes up with a plan to have all of the, he says, I'm going to give up the ship to you because crew says, give up the ship, give, give this up. So Kirk goes in hiding uh, Basically, goes in the background. He says, give us a few minutes and we will have you and you can come on board. And then they, tr- they, uh, do, they yes. do the destruction. They do the, what is it? The self-destruct. Yes. Oh,
1: they, they ask how many, uh, how many people are on a uh, uh, bird of prey? Um, and, which, uh, Spock responds like 12? Not Spock, um. Well, uh, Sulu, Sulu, we're yeah. Five. Which
0: I've noticed that he has Sulu a lot of things because he was talking about Sulu about the cloaking
1: device too. I'm assuming because he was a stand-in for because he couldn't have fucking Spock there, obviously. Yeah. So you had to have somebody else who seemed knowledgeable because Kirk sure as fuck ain't. Well, S- Sulu seems
0: more very knowledgeable, of the military type. Of yeah. Thing.
1: Kirk, Kirk, I'm sorry. Overall, he's just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's how not, an idiot. He is. No, he's he not. is. He's a man of action, which is fine. But I respect he, the hell out of know, that. But
0: he made something smart
1: by destroying yeah. the Enterprise. But yeah. but he. Well, I always. I I would have thought a lot bigger of a crew than 12 on a fucking Bird of Prey. The the Bird of Prey is small. I know it's small, but I'm also thinking about all the other seasons and series that I've seen the fucking Bird of Prey. It seems like there's a lot more motherfuckers. I, I don't remember. I remember the fucking sisters. Do you remember in Next Generation where um, Riker and uh, they basically did a foreign exchange student type fucking episode yeah. where Riker and uh, the Klingon basically exchange roles as first officers? Right. And there's there's a lot more than fucking 12 people on that goddamn Vertipray. Uh,
0: you got a point. And a lot the, more than the, fucking 12, 12 the people. Prey is also an older ship, I believe, from the Klingon, yeah. um, Klingon uh, race, so... I don't know. It's it, they didn't have that many people on it. That's another thing I want to bring up in the Voyage Home is the uh um what when, we, come, with that, when yeah. we get to the Voyage Home is how the uh the bridge looks. They're completely different in both movies. Yeah. That that's something I want to bring up. But so they do the destruction and most of uh Cruise which I don't understand why Cruise just puts all of his guys on the ship. That that was just stupid on his part. So they have them Beam over he didn't put all of his guys. Uh, he, he had a few people down yeah, on the planet. I think He only had one. Yeah,
1: all right. He had a few people down on the planet. I thought he had more than one. No, uh, he only uh,
0: had one on the ship. He only had one on the ship. Well, yeah, he was left. Crew. A,
1: yeah, left. Left on him under. and one so other that's officer. What, that's why Kirk was. Asking, I think it was. Like, I think it the, was his second in command. What the crew compliment was on a Bird of Prey? Yeah, because he, he knew that there had been a couple people down on um, uh, on the planet. Right, and then they were gonna have to send people over to the Enterprise. So he was doing the calculate odds. Or if we all fucking go over there, yeah, they come over here. There's only gonna be a few people left over there so fuck those guys
0: (laughs) yeah so they they do that to the point where kirk and um, uh scotty mccoy and sulu beam down on the genesis planet which is deteriorating rapidly and uh they go on the ship and they're basically walking through and they can't find anybody and then they they see the timer going off and it's like five four and cruise hears it and says let me hear it and you can tell what it is it's get out get out of there and then the Mm -hmm. thing just explodes Oh my God! It's it's sad. It's sad to see that ship go because I love. That's my favorite of all the. Start. I know the next generation and you know Voyager and all that, but I'm sorry. I still am. I Dude, love. The they've classic. Had some
1: badass fucking Enterprises. I'm they sorry. They have some the bad Enterprise. The Enterprise
0: e is probably one of the coolest ones. Next. No, season. no. The, the
1: coolest one is like the Enterprise nx or something like that the one that's from the
0: super far future oh uh, yeah i remember that a one
1: bad motherfucker it was like a blade and just, just yeah fuck but shit up.
0: i i just growing up with the classic i i enjoyed that so
1: you grew up with fucking next
0: gen fuck you i, I did but i i still I, sorry the enterprise I'm, I'm d guy. was your baby no it i don't care about enterprise d tell you the truth i i, I like seeing it destroyed in generations to be truth, i thought that was the most satisfying thing ever so back to what I'm saying is that they go on the planet and there's this beautiful scene where you see the shit. Really wish I had my fucking soundboard right now. Oh, I know. You Shut up, Wesley. You, that's yes, what you do exactly. <laughs> so Just basically, the whole they they they're on this mountain and they're watching uh, the Enterprise come down on the planet and going as a like almost basically like an asteroid hitting the planet. It's 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 fucking beautiful scene seeing it, but it's also sad. And then yeah. uh, says, "Why did I do this?" And McCoy says, "You did a you you." You put yourself through danger in order to, to help. I forgot the the, the line. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. So then they go over to uh, the the Klingons and uh, take care of uh, David and Savick. Or, or David's dead, and uh, yeah. sees Savick and the uh, and Spock, and uh, Kirk basically gives his respects. You know to uh, David. You know puts his uh, jacket or whatever is on on David and says his goodbyes. And then he goes over to Spock, and uh, they notice that the planet is deteriorating. Everything's falling apart. The, yep. the planet's about to, there's like earthquakes. There's, you know, there's storms. It's, it's just, it's dying. There, there's only maybe a couple minutes left of the planet left. It's about to explode. Very convenient timing, by the way. Yes. And the, yeah, no, that's, it's, it's, it's one of those flaws in the movie. I, I understand. Cruise said, uh, um, Kirk calls up Cruise, says, take us, you know. I have the uh, secrets to Genesis, which I'm really trying to figure out what what the secrets to Genesis are. I mean, it, it, the torpedo has already been used. Well, but it's the secrets is to how to build new ones, and the
1: fact that you know what was used, like the proto matter, to use. Uh, okay you know now, the, the i was always device. trying to figure that out either it's basically the knowledge of how to fucking do this i mean i'm sorry if you use the atomic bomb yes it's fucking horrible and stuff like that but the more important thing is know how to build another fucking yeah
0: one. but when you when cruise beams down to the planet and says give me the the, the secrets to genesis what is kirk supposed to give him like a like a fucking usb stick with the fucking yes uh, plant basically uh, see, that, that's fucking that, it. that that's what i was
1: curious <laughs> yeah no he he wanted to know basically how do i build another fucking goddamn genesis torpedo? all right because it's bullshit that you guys have it and when and we should have fucking have it too. mutually yeah. assured destruction oh, i can understand that uh, it's of course the whole thing is you know uh, the genesis is uh, stand-in for the uh, atomic bomb and nuclear power so yeah too.
0: so so then kirk uh finally just does his thing and and they both get into a fight and uh he says if you want it come and take it uh and come down there so they beam up um which
1: also Spock, conveniently uh by david dying um david never put in any of the reports and neither does mom that what power genesis was actually proto matter because like i said that is uh, not allowed and right. uh uh the chick asked him like, why the fuck did you use it i it solved so many goddamn problems why i you <laughs> <fucking> use it <laughs> <laughs> like, we couldn't figure out how to make it fucking work without it
0: yeah uh, so they beam him up and kirk and uh, Cruz are the only ones on the planet it's dying and he's and basically you give it to me and, and then Cruz does this whole Klingon, you know how Klingons things is. I I don't care. I can die. I, I'll die in honor and basically. And then they get into a big, huge wrestling match. And this time, you didn't see this. I I I did see a little bit of the stunt man work. You could see where it, it wasn't was Kirk. a lot
1: fucking better
0: than the, 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 <laughs> the, Khan in the series, fight in yes, space. Yes. yes. But uh, Kirk defeats him, and Kirk uh, Kirk has always been known to be a good fighter. Yes, he's always been good to be a, a good fighter in the original series and everything else. I mean, he even punches Hell, David. Yeah. He was made to. Where everybody
1: accepts him as a good fighter, but anything they show you does not make any sense of why he is a good fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Shatner is very awkward, very fucking awkward. And no matter what fight scene he is, right. it's very bad. He is definitely not a born son, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you, you have a point there. Kirk defeats Scrooge. He falls into like a lava, like basically he, he's on a cliff and he falls and he's dead. And then uh, Kirk says, Beam me up, bring me back. And, uh, He's beamed up by um, I forgot the name of the character, but do uh, you ever seen the show Night Court? Oh, John Larroquette.
1: Yes, yes, that's who that is. Yeah, I know. Oh, did you know that? Yeah, I didn't know if you knew that. Or Absolutely, not. I can I can recognize him a immediately. Oh man, yeah. So that I like John Larroquette. He, he's I, he everything I see him in puts a smile on my face.
0: I love the part where he just says, uh, "I deserve to I deserve to die," and Kirk says. I'll kill you later. Yep. <laughs> and then <laughs> after they do this shit, <laughs> I thought you were going to kill me. I lied. <laughs> that was great. So Sulu and uh, them
1: and the crew. Are, I just imagine him, though, uh, <laughs> just sitting there after being told, I'll kill you later. Okay, I will die soon in honorable death. <laughs> later, i waiting, waiting. So see, waiting. that's the way he sounds, too. Just the way he's just talking all serious, like,
0: I do not deserve to die. Yeah, or you, you, or wait, no, I, I do not deserve to live. Sorry. You're not going to kill me? What the fuck, man? <laughs> So then, they uh, Sulu and Scotty are trying to figure out the controls of the of the uh, bird of prey, and Kirk's like, "What the hell?" and Spock is, uh, is just basically in the uh, I think the medical because he, he kind of fainted on the uh, planet while they were doing the whole fight and everything. Yeah. And he's still
1: basically fucking retarded. At the yeah, same time. He, he's got nothing in his yeah.
0: mind. He's a vegetable basically. Yeah. And uh, then they finally get out of there and they head over to Vulcan. And uh, then we get to a great scene where you see the the Klingon warbird just flying through Vulcan yep. and landing on there and after they 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 spend like 45 seconds figuring out um
1: is this the fucking power i mean what the none of them have a fucking clue but it takes them 45 seconds to figure out how to drive a completely alien fucking ship
0: yeah no that that's a i guess they're trying to put that in for comedy but you know it was still like i said it's a hugely flawed movie but it's it's still entertaining yeah yeah so we get over to Vulcan and then they get over to the scene where they uh, put McCoy and McCoy is like, you know, I got all of his marbles and, uh, they which put- is also
1: a very religious type feel of the, what's going on right now, Yeah, which still kind of rubs me the wrong way. Once again, going based on Vulcans overall, it, the, the, how religious and spiritual and everything it seems, I'm like, mm, doesn't really fit with anything else that they've done for the
0: Vulcans. No, it doesn't. So they do this whole, um, what is it like? A, a they basically mind meld, mind meld like yeah. c- so, ceremony, basically yeah. to put his mind back into it. And, and they basically they, tell, uh, they even tell McCoy that yeah. it's dangerous that it could it could kill yeah. him or or basically wipe. His they, they don't. They tell
1: him we don't know what the fuck we're gonna do to you as like, yeah. We don't have a fucking clue. But what's gonna McCoy, happen to you.
0: but that's what I love about it is McCoy says I'm willing to do it. Yeah. I'm willing to do this for Spock, and. It it shows – this is the one thing I love about the movie. It shows how much the crew loves Spock, how how much they see him as family, that they will do what they need to do. So the ceremony goes on, and, you know, Spock comes back, and there's that scene where Spock's walking, and he's wearing all those robes, and he's uh, – McCoy says, I'm right here, Jim. Everything's good. Mm-hmm and the ceremony went well and spock walks up to him and sees them all and they memories all...
1: are slowly starting to come back to spock yeah um you know uh uh says and then kirk says which we never covered the last episode um the uh the, the good of the many outweigh the good of the few or the one in this case yeah um that was one of his his last lines um in wrath and kirk uh echoes that by saying in this case the good of of the one outweigh the good of the many um and it's a, a nice circular uh pattern to go ahead and you know rewind it and everything um then they continue on spock is starting to slowly gain back memories they show him uh basically learning again uh being tested and shit like that uh, through multiple tests at the same time both verbal and on the computer uh typing shit out and then it comes up to a fucking question uh how do you feel and oh, you talking about now the beginning of voyage home was that in voyage home that was
0: in the voyage that's home
1: right you're right that's all come i'm sorry it, it, that's why I, I enjoy the trilogy because it does a good job it, it's a good continuation of of telling the same story. The,
0: the only thing that I can, can't... The only thing that I do not like about it is that the the score of both films, Wrath mm-hmm. of Khan and Search for Spock, are such the same. The score from the uh, Voyage Home is so different. It's not the same composer. Yep. So it sounds like a different movie. That's the only thing I don't like about it. It doesn't connect it. Yeah. And, and apparently... Go ahead. No, no, I think his name is Leonard Roseman that did the score for uh, uh, Voyage Home as James Horner did the score for Search for Spock and Wrath Khan, which I, I think are magnificent I oh, will take
1: your word for it. I am an idiot when it comes to that type uh, of fact. I, I, I love scores. I that's, know you do. That's, I that's, know that's you like know.
0: my favorite thing. So,
1: um, so uh, Voyage, not Voyage, um, Search for Spock basically ends. Um, you know, Spock's back, yay. But also everybody knows mm-hmm. that – they basically fucking mutinied. Um, that entire crew has well, fucking mutinied. Well,
0: Ser- Sarek even, I'm trying to remember if this was the end of Search for, yeah, no, it was the end of Search for Spock where he even thanks Kirk and the toll that you had to take for yep. this. You lost your son. You lost the Enterprise. Yep. And Kirk didn't care. You yep. know, he, he, he loves Spock. Lo- Spock is his, mm. his true friend, Is yes. you know. It's, and the rest
1: of the fucking, the main core cast crew did the same thing. They all knew that they were ending their, were happy their federation too. careers yeah. and possibly facing fucking jail time. Um, but they were, do, they were gladly sacrificing their freedoms and their livelihoods. In order to have a chance, yeah. uh, of bringing back somebody from the fucking dead, it, um, and that's what they did.
0: It was it was great. I, I yeah. like I said, it's it's got its flaws.
1: It does, but it's I not will... as
0: flawed. Like I said, Rathakhan's got flaws. all the movies have flaws everywhere. I don't think yeah. I don't think there's one movie out there that doesn't have flaws. But Search for Spock* does have a lot of flaws, but it's extremely entertaining. It doesn't. It's 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 fun to watch. It's a good movie. I don't find it anywhere near the other odd evened yeah um, absolutely because like um 5. Oh my since we're God. getting ready to
1: start talking about voyage uh, voyage home um i will say i actually enjoyed search for spock more than i enjoyed voyage home
0: agreed hey guys thanks for listening to our podcast barrel age flicks we are so excited for the upcoming episodes headed your way and bonus episodes of the small batch if you love our show, please spread the word. You can give us a follow on Instagram. Our username is BarrelFlix. We're also on Facebook as Barrel Aged Flicks. Send a like our way. If you have any questions or movie requests, you can send us a message or an email at BarrelAgedFlicks at gmail.com. Credit to White Bat Audio is located on YouTube for our background music. Thank you guys so much. It's a big help. You can also find our podcast on the following platforms. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Audible, Pocket Cast, and we're also on YouTube. We hope to see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening.